The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Just about that time for the entertainment drill. Before we get to that, though, I do. Uh, this guy has emailed, and uh, Brett just reminded me that uh, he did this. This is a pretty cool thing. It says, uh, oh, hang on a second, let me find that other thing. God damn it, all this computer. There we go. We need Marcus back immediately. There it is. It says, uh, uh, Information about a pet supply drive I talked to John about. I gave it to Brett. It's a Barks and Bullets teaming up with the Arizona drinking team. And anything the Arizona drinking team does, we'll promote because they are dominating our lives oh, with charity big stuff. time. They're the best. So they're dropping off water like crazy. So they're doing a thing at Founding Father's Kitchen on Alma School and Ray, doing a pet supply drive for the people I'm going to go visit in a little bit, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Uh, they're going to be 11 to 3 o'clock. Is it this Saturday? Anyone who brings in a pet supply will receive a a free green tea shot, simple stuff, Uh, family and pets, all welcome. And if you're interested in that thing, uh, Brett, you can put it up on our Facebook page. But the drinking team's doing a cool thing, and uh, they're giving the proceeds to people that I love and deal with all the time, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. So Founding Father's Kitchen on Alma School and Ray is where you'd go. Drop off any pet supply. And I think they said Saturday. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think that was what they said. They didn't put it at the time. They put the 11 to 3, but I don't see a date. Saturday. This is this Saturday. Okay, this. Okay. This Saturday from 11 to 3. So get on that. Those guys are great people. So anything they need us to do, we will gladly do for them uh, because they've been helping us with just about everything. That drinking team, um, we're still probably using water from last year from what they did. They That's a good problem so to have. Much. It's a great problem. It's overflow. They told me at the last beer at the last beer release in December, they're like, dude, we're going to do two tractor tra- yeah. tractor trailer loads. Yeah. And you so, get a big we'll load see. today, so to yeah. speak. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, all good. Yeah, those guys are. Yeah, even Scotty, he's got a bunch of stuff set aside, but he showed up and he's like, here you go. Here's 10 more cases. Yeah, Scotty Karate's the one who sends us pictures of the drinking team's hall and then shows up and does some on his own anyway. Yeah. We'll promote the hell out of that guy. That group is good. The drinking team. Thank you. And Barks and Bullets. I like whatever you do too. I like that that. idea. Yeah, Dogs and Guns. Okay. I'm in. America, wave it. I'm going to get a flag tattooed to my ass if I keep talking about them. (laughs) Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the entertaining news that only Brady knows. We call this the entertainment drill, brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Took me out to lunch yesterday, and we had a nice long chat. And uh, also uh, told me that uh, their overwhelming success of their two active shooter seminars that happened this weekend, uh, now they want to do a women's only ladies' night at Tactical Black. Uh, women's only self-defense seminar, uh, July 29th. So that's it. The ladies can go out there and you do self-defense for the women. That's a good thing. Get uh, Ronnie out there. First time it's ever been open to the public. They're doing it the same way as last time. So 99 bucks gets you a three-hour seminar and you will train. And the best thing about the the women's one is that they put the guys in 
that big attack suit, and you can go 100% full attack. So everything you learn that night, you get to put on display by beating up a guy, and you will be blown away at the trainers that they have in that suit being able to attack you still, even with all the padding. Like, it is the slip punches in these giant protective gear. They're the best. Uh, so it's a very physical seminar. You need to train for three hours that night. Perfect introduction to self-defense uh, to all women, especially if your daughter's headed off to college. I've had a couple of friends whose daughters have gone off to college, and they're like, i got to do this, i got to do this, i got to do this, and they're worried about it. And then the next year they're like, I'm doing it this year, I'm doing it this year. Uh, if you've got a, anybody moving away, living by themselves, if you're a lady who works by yourself a lot, and there's nothing wrong with this. That is gonna, it will change you. I've been to these seminars. I've watched them. You watch people come in timid and leave confident in three hours' time. It's amazing. I've been to the rape prevention one. It's empowering. You haven't been to anything like this. And for 99 bucks, it's, uh, it's life-saving stuff. For, that's an incredible price. So check it out at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences will honor Michael J. Fox with the Jean Hersholt Humanitarian Award. Okay. It'll be given out at the uh, Governor's Award Ceremony. and It's an award um, that basically for his accomplishment and what he's done in, in the industry. Boundless optimism event, uh, exemplifies the impact of one person in changing the future for millions. Um, so his humanitarian effort basically is on the Parkinson's disease sure. research. That would be where it's focused. Previous winners, Gregory Peck, Frank kinda, Sinatra, it, Oprah Winfrey. Kind of chose him, though, didn't it? I mean, it's not like he went out of his way to, to help Parkinson's. Until no. It, if so, it became his humanitarian effort because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, it would be like me having a Parkinson's uh, cause right now would be like, huh, that's interesting. But if I started shaking, money would start rolling in because people don't like seeing that. Parkinson's is a weird one. And Michael J. Fox is just the most likable person. Uh, from start to finish, nobody was happy about Michael J. Fox getting sick. Nobody ever hated Michael J. Fox. And from, you can understand, how, you know, he could have completely just gone away and just sure. be quiet and not do anything, just live his life. Right. But he wanted to, you know... And the stuff felt empowered to get yeah. out there and not be afraid. The stuff be he fearless. did on uh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm was so funny because he made fun of like having Parkinson's. He was shaking up Larry's cokes, and Larry couldn't tell if he was doing it on purpose or if it was the Parkinson's, and he kept blaming the Parkinson's. It was great, but he's had he's had a sense of humor. But he's just from Family Ties to everything he's done, even his cruddy movies. People are like he's just good. Everybody likes him. I don't even think Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf even yeah. sucked, and I liked it. I don't him. think he'll be involved in this one, but Back to the Future is coming to Broadway next year. Yeah, that's not going to be something. That's going to suck. I don't want to. They no. announced the, the little teaser yesterday, showing two actors playing Marty McFly and Doc Brown and the only DeLorean. Basically, um, hmm. it says synchronize your watches. So they rolled it out in the UK in 2020. The play? Yeah. So it's not like, but I guess they're bringing it over here to the U.S. In 2020, they couldn't have shown it. The musical actually debuted in the UK in 2020. Like on Zoom? On lockdown. Yeah, I was going to say, they locked down before anybody. Must have been one of huh. those uh, speakeasy uh, Broadway theaters. <laughs> They're bragging about They're going back. Pro, yeah. So they debuted the giant Back to the Future Broadway show <laughs> quietly in a basement. Yeah, and the same two actors that they were in the teaser are the guys in the oh. UK version. Hmm. 
BackToTheFutureMusical.com if you're curious. Can't help but think I'd just rather watch the movie. If I was going to go to the musical, I'd be like, all right. I'm going to go home and watch the movie. I like the yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. As long as they don't make Back to the Future 2 the musical. This or 3. Is, or 3. Oh. The, the 2 and 3 are terrible. This one's pretty wild. Jeff Wittick is suing David DeBrick over a stunt they... It went incredibly wrong in Utah back in the summer of 2020. These are YouTubers. Okay. Guys, both of them. Uh, Dubrick got an excavator, drove it into a lake so he could swing around uh, Wittick in the, with the bucket of the, basically the excavator, the steam shovel part or the, oh. the arm of it. Yeah. He'd swing it around and the guy was on a rope. Inside of it? N- not inside of it. He was swinging him over the lake. Oh. And he decides, oh, I better slow it up. He's going too fast. Slows it up. There's a video. And when he slows up, the he kind of stops the crane arm of it. Sure. And the guy slams into the back of it. So he's suing them for $10 million. I got to see this. Can they both lose? Because yeah. they're, they're YouTubers. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> first off, you're YouTubers. Yeah. Second, there was an inherent risk in making right. this video in you the first place. You knew what you were into. Yeah. That's why we but wanted he, to watch it. And he's blaming them for the operating part. Sure. Failure. But the part of those kind of stunts is that they can go wrong. That's why we watch. Yep. And when they go wrong, you can't sue. Like that was the the risk that made that interesting makes it so you know, you had a YouTube idea in the first place. So suing because it went wrong is like suing because you jumped in front of a car and it hit you. He didn't list the injuries in the lawsuit, but he previously said he broke his foot and hip tore a ligament in his leg, shattered his skull in nine places, and almost lost an eye. Yeah. That's on you, pal. Yeah. You should have had a better driver. Yeah. Like the negligence of having your – I like Brett a lot. I think he's a good guy. But if he's like, hey, um, I am I know my way around a, a forklift. Do you want me to start tooling around with that and you can do a jump off? Of I'm like, no. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I want a forklift operator to do that, not yeah. my friend from YouTube. You may be good at it. But no, only professional stunt people. Yeah, it's like suing Tide for the Tide Pod Challenge. You did it. What happened to personal responsibility? What's that? No, oh, you're right. If I fall out of a the it goes the out bucket the window end, when you have medical bills. Yeah, that's guess, true. That is true. And lawyers. That's true. You didn't do anything wrong when you climbed into that excavator and started spinning at breakneck speeds. It's the excavator's fault. If you're going to be a wacky YouTuber. And you're going to do stunts like this? Better have your uh, waivers. Yeah, and just know that 50% of the population wants you to crack your skull. So we're actually, a bunch of us are happy about it. Yeah. It doesn't look like it was that. I mean, he swings around and kind of slows it up. You do hear the boom. <laughs> the body smacked it. It smacks it pretty hard. And then he drops into the water and the other buddies that are filming it. Yeah, I always look at that, that Walinda guy who does the tightrope across everything. And I'm like, you do realize the only reason anyone's watching is so you fall. Yeah. It's a little disappointing to all of us, even the most Pollyanna of all, to watch him take that last step onto and succeed. No, this was a waste of time. You watch, because essentially you just watched a guy walk real slow for an hour. I could do that at any old folks home in the city. I could just go out and do that. The mall, I just go to the mall and watch old people walk slow. The challenge is, is he going to make, is he going to live? 
It's just dumb. People are stupid. And you know, the only one you watch is you go back to that black and white one when the old, the old man, man just- fell off the building. Windy day. When he hits his knee on that thing and he's just Catches wobbling. the wire. Oh. No grip. And then he tries to grab the wire. Oh, see, now that is why we watch tightrope walking to this day. That and the, uh, the haberdasher or the tailor that jumps off the lower level of uh, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower. You and I are on the same page with this. That's, that's the most it exhilarating. Makes a wool parachute. Well, he, made, he thought he could build a plane out of his body with. That would break his right. fall. So he just. It's, he was like Wile E. Coyote when he thought he could fly. <laughs> it had acne on it and everything. He, oh, it just cigaretted. He, he built this suit. And he's like, it's a flying suit. And they're like, oh, yeah? Yeah, prove it. Get up on the Eiffel Tower and leap off. He's like, okay, I will. And he did. And whoosh, just lawn dart right into the ground. Oh, and I mean, the dude and then they just fast. circle around him. Yeah. Like no one's doing anything. I don't know what the French word for <laughs> idiot is, but it was said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. We told Sacre you there's no such thing as a <laughs> flying suit, you moron. Clean this mess up. We have tourists coming in an hour to come see this antenna. Anyway, yeah, if you're going to do something stupid, expect stupid things to happen. I mountain bike and have fallen off and hurt myself quite badly. It's not the bike's fault. It's not the mountain's fault. No. It's the pilot. It's me. Dumb. And the reason I mountain bike is because it's exhilarating and fun to defy those moments. It's really fun to almost fall, catch yourself, and feel great about your skills, which is pretty, pretty luck. much <laughs> pretty, yeah, is pretty much what I call just normal riding, constantly almost falling. Uh, there you go. That's about it for us. We're done. Larry McFeely is coming up next. He's got stuff for you guys, loads of it. All you have to do is be nice to Larry. You nice to Larry? He's nice back, and you could walk out of here with a bunch of money, tickets, things. Larry's good. So uh, be kind to Larry, and we'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.